Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Billions. Billions. Season 7, Episode 9, Game Theory Optimal is over, but we are just getting started here on the Billions Recap here on Post Show Recaps. That's right, it's all Billions all the time as we are in the final season of Billions in the final season of Succession Podcast feed, mind you, here on Post Show Recaps. Talking about Season 7, Episode 9, Game Theory optimal i'm josh wiggler and i am joined here by a person who has the non-transferable disc containing all of my podcast crime confessions the great jessica sterling jess how's it going yeah i'm not afraid to use it your word is rat poop bubonic plague rat poop yeah wow that's the is that the worst kind of rat poop I mean, bubonic plague is serious. So I don't want to like think overly hard about like how <laughs> about much the different worse. types of rap. <laughs> you know what? We thought about and started the podcast last week with enough talk about poop that I don't <laughs> think we need to do it again. Except if we want to talk about the deep poop that so many of our characters find themselves yeah. in 
throughout Game Theory Optimal, the ninth hour of Billions, just three more episodes left to go. And um, I don't know, Jess, is this where we say uh, the final season of Billions has been happening, but the end game is just getting started here? Because it really now feels like, okay, we're even like kind of like saying goodbye to New York was the vibe of this episode. This episode really felt like chapter one of a four-part ending. We're ramping up. Like yeah. we we are there. We only have a few episodes left. And now that the jig is up and kind of everyone is on the same page in terms of like, we we know what you've been up to. Uh-huh. Um, you know, we know we're going to London. We know we're seeing Bobby Axelrod. Like it's happening. It's all happening now. And it's very exciting. This was one of my favorite episodes of the season. I feel like for, sure. for most people, it probably is the same just because it's like so, so much is setting us up for the end game of this series, not even just the season. And like to end on the like, I'm going to London. Yeah. Like feed yeah. my fish. Not too much. <laughs> I'm going to London, England. Yeah, uh, we're going to a Mike Prince versus Bobby Axelrod meeting of the minds, most likely, next week. Even if Axe himself was not in this episode, he loomed large over this episode. Um, So much of what happens with busting up the trio of Taylor, Wags, and Wendy comes down to that FaceTime that Taylor took with uh, Scooter earlier in the season when Mm -hmm. they were at Axe's uh, England castle. And it was identifiable because of the unique features. Uh, gosh, the things that you can use to identify stuff. Uh, Terrifying. Why yeah. would you? I can't remember because it feels like it's been so long. But like, why would you answer it on camera? Like, you know what I mean? Like, we're going to the bathroom. Like, you're you're in a an opening. Yeah. Is that when know? we can? Can we like bring poop back up there? Can you be like, I'm taking a dump, scooter. Yeah, sorry, can't be on video right now on the toilet. Like, yeah. I don't know, make up and make up an excuse. You yeah, know? any do kind of excuse, do. any kind of excuse. But they got caught. Uh, they got caught based on that. They got caught based on something that you and I, I know, are both like happy about, but also bummed about because she's like really now on the side of the anaconda snakes pretty firmly. But yes, yeah. Kate Sacker is like, mm, you know, I was thinking about what Wag said to me in the elevator, and that felt really out of character, both for him and for me, not to think about it any further. So yeah. let me think about that. And I think that there's a coup. Uh, so it's Sacker who is going to be the first to ferret out that there is a coup, which is phenomenal. I'm so happy that that's how it went. I'm so disappointed because I really don't want her to be on this team. And what are you going to do? Um, and a lot of other trappings for Wendy. We're going to have a lot going on with Chuck Rhodes in this episode. Some moves that he is making much initially to his best friend and his father's chagrin. Uh, and an incredible scene between Wags and Chuck. Uh, awesome. Not the, you know, a, a, a mo- like so many different moments across this episode that were so, so great. Uh, but the Wags and Chuck face off, even the Chuck and Wendy meet at the start of the episode, mm-hmm. even uh, Chuck and the commissioner uh, at the start of the episode. And this you've been eyeing me all night sort of conversation. There's just this very heavy air throughout Billions. We're like touring every single one of the restaurants we've ever visited on Billions in the very first sequence, or at least many mm-hmm. of them. Some of them that are just like giving you the picture of what New York is like. Emily and I were both doing DiCaprio points left and right during that opening sequence. (laughs) 
even to the point that we're hearing Billy Joel when we normally hear the billions. Yes. It was a lot. It was like structurally interesting. And it was clear signals happening in this episode. That's like, okay, I know that you've been waiting for like the house of cards to start to fall. We're really knocking them over starting now. This felt like, I mean, I think the big, the big thing that kind of changes gears for most of these characters is when we're talking nuclear weapons, right? I feel like ever since that moment, that meeting in that room with the fourth and, um, and Prince basically having that conversation about, oh yeah, I'd be willing to hit the button first and use nuclear weapons first. Um, I think that is really what got Chuck spinning and yeah. to the point where he's like, okay, this isn't a joke anymore. I need to call in all the reinforcements, which makes me question why did he not also bring, like call in a favor to Bobby at this point? Maybe that's like, you know, ne- maybe they're saving it for next episode, but it's like, if you're put, you're calling out everybody, you're putting out all the feelers for who you can get on your side and Bobby Axelrod owes you a favor and also hates Mike Prince, um, feels like a prime time to try to loop him in. But it does make sense to me that at this point with, you know, all the Philip stuff that happened between Chuck and Philip and, and Wendy kind of sending Philip to Chuck. It makes sense that he's like, we got to get on the same page at this point. Cause this guy is so supremely dangerous. Yeah. And, and yeah. And I, I loved the, the wags and Chuck of it all. That scene was so funny. And I do think, um, that is something that felt very earned to me. Like we've seen Wendy and Wags get a lot closer, especially since Bobby has been gone. Like they're kind of the OGs. And so for them to be aligned, uh, obviously makes sense because they have, you know, the same interests at heart, but also because it seems like Wags has kind of been a soldier for Wendy and really, um, I don't know that we, I can't, I'm trying to remember if we even saw any kind of scene like this, but it almost feels like Bobby pulled Wags aside and was like, Hey, look out for Wendy. Would you? And Wags took that to heart, you know, and he really is like her guard dog now. So I thought the conversation between Wags and Chuck was so funny and just so spot on and very well earned that Wags would come to Wendy's defense in that way. Yeah. But even when Chuck is like, I agree. And Wags like, wait, did you say you agree? Wait, like, cause like I just did the whole fire and brimstone speech, but no, I think that, um, they, you know, Wendy and Axe all but sealed the deal on what the dynamic of their relationship truly yeah. was. Right. And like, you can take it or leave it however you feel about it. Ultimately, I do think that even if they didn't kind of consummate the thing, it does feel like a crown was passed, uh, at least of like the Axe Cap Empire. And if not like the Empire itself, then everyone who is still alive as like the Titanic is sinking. Uh, and like yeah. Wendy has like taken very personally the charge of making sure that those people are okay. Like, I don't even know if I fully grokked the meaning of the scene where she calls, uh, you know, the four of them into the office to like speak with them before she makes the choice to like go and be this new CEO elsewhere. I think she's like trying to be like, uh, like checking in on them. And like, she cares so much about all of them, but I think that just underlining that and highlighting how much she cares about the people who are still here at Mike Prince, like, that's the thing she inherited. She inherited the legacy of the people that she has spent all of this time coaching up. Yeah. Uh, and Wags is really high on that list. So I feel like Wags is fealty for Wendy, as you say, is like really, really earned his his care for her, his love for her. I think that he comes to Chuck saying things that he would be saying about Bobby Axelrod as well. It yeah. just so happens to be like 
the person who he now feels this way about is Chuck's ex-wife. And so the stakes are a little higher. The gloves are coming off and Wags isn't going to leave any chance uh, of something unspoken here. He does need a little quick shot of liquid courage before he goes in, uh, but he does go yeah. in. So why don't we go in? We're going to talk about this episode of Billions, just a few more episodes of Billions to go. We will do a quick plot recap here. Jess Sterling, what went down this week on Billions? So before we get into this episode, we got to talk poker. Okay. Because the title of the episode is Game Theory Optimal, also called GTO. Oh, and I've it's only not heard GTFO. of GTO. Yeah, I've only heard of GTFO. <laughs> uh, but it's a strategy that seeks complete what balance is it? in the game. Get thou out? <laughs> get thou out! Yes, that's it. That's what uh, uh, Brian Cox says in the censored <laughs> versions of Succession. Yeah. Uh, but it basically, it's a, it's a, a strategy in poker that makes your plays 100% unexploitable by your your opponents and that's going to come in handy later this episode first we got to talk about chuck chuck has a new plan he knows wendy is aware of how dangerous prince is and after all the nuclear weapon talk he can no longer go after prince alone so he pitches an alliance between himself and wendy's crew to take down prince wendy on the other hand is considering a ceo job at mental which is a telemental health startup but she doesn't want to leave the Mike Prince crew high and dry. So she asks Ryan to look into their finances and see if they're they're solvent, they're stable. Unfortunately, that backfires on her almost immediately because the company is in such good shape that Ryan wants to invest in it. So she approaches Prince and also says, hey, BT dubs, Wendy's the one who gave me this idea. Yeah. Uh, so simultaneously, Wags' sloppy con job of Kate comes back to bite him as she approaches Scooter with her suspicions. Scooter was already suspicious of Taylor due to their mysterious background on their European trip. Turns out Scooter and Prince had cameras and bugs installed at Mike Prince Capital. And the tracking rings that we saw like first episode of the season were a diversion the entire time. So people would stop looking. They have recorded conversations between the trio that implicate them in corporate espionage. And Kate wants to file a suit against them. But Prince has other plans. He tells Wendy that he knows about mental and he wants her to take the job. And Wendy decides this is enough. It is time to make the alliance. So she she not only can help all of the people at mental, who she's now accepted a job for, but she also simultaneously wants to take down Prince. And Chuck is able to convince the trio that he can be trusted by making a video outlining every single time he has cut corners or broken the law at his job. And instead of giving the thumb drive to Wendy, who he knows would not use it against him because of their children, he gives it to Wags, who has just reamed him out in an uh -huh. extraordinary way in his office. Uh, so the trio at the same time is then called into Prince's office. And this is where GTO comes back into play. Prince tells them that they have been caught. They will lose all of their bonus money and a corporate espionage charge is ready to be filed against them. Wendy will onboard Mental after the election Oh, and by the way, Prince is the one who actually owns Mental through a shell corp, so that's fun. Uh, Wags and Taylor are stripped of all authority, and Philip, who sides with his uncle and Prince, will now take over Wags' duties. The trio is royally effed. Oh, and one last thing. Prince is heading to see Axe in London, baby. Okay. Foggy London town, back on the menu. Bobby Axelrod likely to return to the mix as soon as next episode. And yet this was a really, really, it, I mean, a, a plot synopsis like tells you that like shit hit the fan in this episode, but I really cannot underrate 
just what it felt like, the vibes of watching this episode. There were like a couple of moments that really did have that, um, you know, I think that in like even in another season, it may not have felt quite as strong because I think that you know that there's only a little bit of time left on the clock. Who knows how this show ultimately spins off into these other shows that we've heard about right. in millions and trillions. But ostensibly, we have to treat this. And by the way, thank God, because if this was The Walking Dead, we would know that like Wags is going to Paris at this point <laughs> and that like Wendy and Taylor are going to have to team up and go into New Jersey yeah. and fight the zombies like we would know who survives this final season already if this was an AMC show instead we don't really know what the spinoffs look like we don't know who is right. moving on what the what the what the deck is going to look like once we reshuffle everything in these final few episodes so like the danger is really still uh pretty ramped up yeah. and so m- moments like Chuck putting all of these ducks in a row of like going and revisiting the doctor who he screwed over uh, so and like yeah, getting him out of jail, getting like, him out of jail just so that he can have him. As well. <laughs> yeah. Just getting him out of getting him taken out of jail so he can make the confession so he can string together all of these confessions so he can do the supercut of all of his dirty deeds uh, and to pass that along, not to Wendy, but to wags. Like, what can I do to prove to these people that I am willing to go all the way down to the end of the line and I am willing Mm -hmm. to trust you. I have to give you trust. This is the trust. Here it is. Take it. That moment where he's, where he, you know, tells Wendy, like you would never do this. You would never turn against me for the sake of our children. You would never throw me out, but wags would, he just said, so he just came into my office and read me the riot act and is willing to take me apart. If I screw any of you, my mm-hmm. question to you, Wendy, is do you trust Wags enough that he's not going to immediately turn around and take this and use it against me? And she says, with my life. And Which with that, is massive. Like with, with no with, with no hesitation, Chuck says, then I trust him too. And he hands it right over to Wags. <gasps> and the chills, they were multiplying. I was really, really, really just like, oh my God, that's such final season energy. Very, yeah. very good scene. Because if they wouldn't do this if they had more seasons to go. Obviously, we have the spinoffs and everything. But, like, because uh, this could come back to bite Chuck any moment, at any time, at any season. Like, this is, there really is a game-ending move well, for they him do, to do that. They do do stuff like this across the way over the course of the seasons. But I think it's just, like, totally different because you know we just have a few episodes left. Like, and now that you know cumulative. that we just have a few episodes left. Exactly. Cumulative. It's, it's, it's totally everything. Right. And. Um, and the other interesting thing that I immediately thought about when Prince uh, is made aware of of the betrayal and all of that is, oh, so that's not the reason he threw the computer through Wendy's office window. Like, right. that happens later. So we know that he is aware of all of this. That is not what gets – he – in fact, yes, he's betrayed and he looks upset and distraught about this whole thing, but he is not rageful in the way that he is – when he's throwing a computer through Wendy's office window. Sure. So that is what's like makes my brain turn of like, wh- what does Wendy do that gets him to that point? And I still am coming back to has to involve his family. I just don't know how it can't involve his family. Like, because even when he lost all of that money, right. In the episode where him and Chuck are playing chicken and he loses billions of dollars. Um, He's upset and he nearly like faints because of how much money he just lost, but he is not rageful in the same way. And so that's where my mind automatically went as well. But it is, it really is an incredible episode for just setting us up for that final. And I don't know if, if, if you like at the beginning of the episode, 
when we're with Chuck and he's kind of pulling out all the stops in terms of implicating himself and all of these wrongdoings. I don't know where your mind was, but I'm like, what does he do? Like, what is his plan here? I couldn't for the life of me figure out what he was setting up. Um, which also, as we, you know, we kind of talked about is a little bit also game theory optimal. You know, he's kind of ensuring that, uh, you know, no one's going to turn on each other. We're all aligned here. We all have similar interests. But I was like, I mean, the, the whole time I'm like, why is he doing this? This doesn't make any sense for him to do. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It was really exciting to watch uh, Chuck's plan come together and to watch so much of this episode of Billions come together because I think that Billions billions really hard this week where um, it had like all these machination and schemes that weren't super understandable for the audience, but the people who were able to pull their schemes off got them pulled off with a plum. Um, And really, actually, the only... I think that there are only two people off the top of my head that it seems like really were able to pull off a scheme that was kind of murky to the audience. Um, Mm -hmm. Not just like across the board, because if we're keeping score, clearly Prince gets one over on Wags, Wendy, and Taylor, and that's bad. And that feels like a very authentic loss for Wags, Wendy, and Taylor. And it does leave you kind of wondering like, oh, well, we just made the alliance, so where do we go from there? 
they're still in the building. It is worth noting um, these murderers are still in the building, Jess. So there is still, uh, you know, maneuverability for Wendy Taylor and Wags to keep doing some stuff, even stripped of their authority. Yeah, they at the, they at the very least have um, they're sharing the same space. I think Prince is really underrating some of those notes that Wendy gave to him from the staff. I really think if anything, that might have been like a really important reason why we see that scene with Wendy and Ben and I forget who else is in there. I think uh, Dollar Bill is in there like that scene very much yeah. in there because like we're I think we're going to rally the, the forces like we're going to marshal the forces and the people right. who do have power are still going to be able to to do something about this. But the show Billions is really hard with Chuck's plan being kind of murky for us as as viewers. I had like a couple of different versions along the way of what I thought he was doing. Um, I think one that shouldn't be underrated that I think is so subtle that you would be uh, very it would be very easy to miss. And it might not even actually be a thing. But I do want to talk it through. Mm hmm. I don't feel like Philip walks into that room having any idea what's going on. Oh, definitely. And I don't feel like what Scooter says Philip uh, had done is anything that Philip has done. Definitely and not. I, and I think that Philip remains, and potentially even Scooter, depending on how this was to go, remain open to some kind of flip against Prince. Like the way that Philip's body language goes does not feel like a guy who was in on the plan. It feels like a guy who is picking up on what Scooter's putting down of like, and yeah, we found this and you were going in there specifically to get some information, weren't you? She's like, yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if, know, if, like... you're, if you're watching the uh, the video that we have on YouTube, uh, you can find us push your recaps on YouTube. I'm nodding my head emphatically. There is yeah. absolutely no way Philip was. And this is where I think they make a huge miscalculation. Yeah, because I think the fact that Philip wasn't made aware of what they were going to be putting on him before he got in that room is not great, right? I think at the very minimum, you needed Scooter to approach Philip and say, hey, here's the tea. Here's what's going on. Here's what we need from you. Because they really put him on the spot when they say, because, you know, Wendy is basically, you know, they have the video of Philip and Wendy having a, a, a confidential conversation that shouldn't be recorded, could be against the law to be recorded. And they put on Philip, hey, you signed a waiver before that session, right? And Philip says yes. And he does, he does kind of physically, the body language, right? He moves onto Prince's side with his uncle. But at the same point in time, we've seen in the past, Philip has not exactly been uh, really happy with Prince and happy with the way things have been going. That whole episode was like really clearly in place to let us know that Philip was ripped up about all of that. Exactly. And so I think the, the problem that we have here is we have a couple problems, right? We have the Philip problem. Problems. Yeah. yeah. We have the Philip problem of, you know, you really force this on him. You don't have a conversation with him beforehand. Not only that, but he is now... Not only just doing his own job, Taylor is stripped of all authority. Wags is stripped of all authority. That's putting everything on Philip's shoulders. And we have already heard, as you said, in the conversation between Wendy and kind of the people on the floor, uh, Dollar Bill, Tuck, Ben Kim, Victor. Right. They're not feeling like they're being supported. They're having a very difficult time performing and doing their jobs and making money because Princess put all these restrictions on them. And so how do you think they're going to feel now that Taylor and Wags have no authority? They have one person doing the job of three people currently. I don't think they're going to be very happy about it either. And we know that they have certain loyalties to certain people, not necessarily Prince. So 
I feel like this is all going to be a part of how Prince gets uh, kind of the rug swept out from underneath him is this buildup of all he he is methodical and he is aware of what's going on, but he can't possibly be aware of every single thing at every single moment, which is why he needs his little spiders, his little minions like Kate, like Scooter. But there's no pleasing everybody. And there's a lot of loyalty already baked in to some with some of these people that I think that's what's going to come back to haunt Prince. Yes, he has won this battle. I don't think he's going to win the war because I do think there are just like too many people out there that want, they they, they want to see him fail. Um, and I think I definitely, by the way that they were talking to Philip, there's just no way they notified of this, uh, him no. of this beforehand. And he's not going to like that, you know? Well, like, he, he even yes, walks he, into the room. He walks in the room. He's like, this doesn't seem like a fun time. Uh, and they're like, it's an yeah. op- the opposite of a fun time. And so, like, he walks in the room, and he does not seem to have any real idea of what's about to go down. Uh, right. And then everything that's about to go down goes down. And, like, Philip has to sort of, like, you can like see the gears turning. Like he's still really young in that way of like his immediate switch, like flipping the switch to just like, you know, being like a total like con artist. Like he doesn't have that gear all the way. Right. Uh, at this right. point, um, like he's like a good person uh, kind of, it seems like. And so I think yeah. that's a problem for Prince is I think that a good person just watched like a few other good people who he like, has no real reason to not feel like our decent, strong, upstanding, moral people, except for maybe wags, uh, like get like put on the firing squad uh, like this. So yeah. I think uh, Philip is going to think about it. Philip is like an interesting, interestingly positioned character through Taylor, through Wendy, through Chuck. Uh, so I think that him being in the mix there, but literally the physical warm bodies of Wendy Taylor and Wags still being at the office um, makes it so that there's, there's still room for them to have some power. It's just more like power to the people than like the power to like directly pull levers and switches to, to make, uh, to make my prince like fall through the trap door. Yeah. Um, can we talk about, I want to talk about Wendy yeah, and kind of her decision here, right? Like she talks to her therapist. In fact, like in front of Dr. Mayer, she's like, I'm going to make this call in front of you so you can see me doing it. It's when she basically accepts the job of CEO. And I, I love this because I love the scene that we get between Wendy and the people at, at Mental at this new company. It just sh- shows you how intelligent and into like Wendy knows she knows what's going on. She knows that they didn't they don't want her to do a speaker like a one off speaking thing. They want her to work for them. What she doesn't realize is that they have a CEO that's stepping down and they want her to be the CEO. And she has an opportunity to help a lot of people and not just help a lot of people, but grow a business and and the people she's talking to, it seems like they do have similar interests. Like they want to help people. That is their ultimate goal. And if she's able to grow this business, she can help so many more people than she can at Mike Prince Capital. And she could do it in a way that she wants to do it. And I really loved this move from her. I loved her kind of saying, I want my cake and I, you know, I want to have my cake and eat it too. And then I want to help the people at Mike Prince, but like her looking towards her future and realizing that it's not all about the dollars and cents granted she's probably going to be making a ton of money oh she looks at that like ipad and she's like oh 
Holy crap. Oh. Yeah. So she can get both, right? She can get a ton of money, but not have to be like as much of a corporate show. Like from what Ryan says, it seems like mental is on the up and up until we find out uh, Prince owns it via Shell Corporation. <laughs> classic it's just classic classic. well this is why so like you know on one level like yes like go get a new job wendy long past time uh mm. we want this for you quite badly uh so there's like that piece of it but the other piece of it that it really does expose is like okay well if we cannot if we're not going to be able to like take out prince alone and we are going to have to make this alliance with chuck like the wendy wags and taylor team going with chuck like once we have Chuck, like, what is the thing we can do? Like, are we actually talking about arresting him? And Chuck has, like, this big moral dilemma. Like, this is him in the scene with the Michael Rispoli character at the beginning of it. Uh, the man who would have been Tony Soprano once upon a time if casting had gone a different way. Uh, and he's sitting with him, and this guy is, like, smoking the cigar and drinking mm-hmm. the whiskey and telling him his cop stories of like, yeah, you can just like plant the bag of dope in the back of the car, but it's not going to go the way you think. Like something is right. going to happen from the time that you deliver it to the time of the execution. Like the time that you come up with the plan to the executing of the plan, something is going to go awry and it's not going to go the way you want. And I think like Chuck does like do this sort of like gut check on himself and like this inventory on a couple of different fronts. Front number one is okay well then i'm not gonna do that like i won't do it i won't do it the wrong way then like check number two is like i am like this like you know crusader for justice i've always been but i've absolutely like if not outright broken laws and like have come really really close and probably have outright broken some laws and i've been very holier than thou about it and i think like this is a lot of like when Wendy is talking about how he's grown and he's changed and things are a little bit different with Chuck these days and he's not quite as sanctimonious as he used to be, I think that that takes Chuck to the place that we see him in, in this uh, now taking the the trio into a quartet. And what yes. he especially says that is so exciting is, all right, well, then we won't arrest Mike Prince because I can't just plant evidence, but I did see the man talk about how he would just deploy nuclear warheads without uh, provocation if he thought that that was the right thing to do. And I am not just like normal, like this is not just a normal billionaire. This is like a scaled to the nines billionaire that must be stopped no matter the cost, but not at that, not just at that, not at that like moral cost for himself, but also like that very like practical, like that's not going to work anyway. So instead, let's get his money. Let's go for the money. Let's take away his billions. He says, I have a goal. Like he has a goal. He doesn't have a plan. And the goal is we are going to run away with Mike Prince's billions. Yeah. Love that. Love that for us. If we are able Perfect. to like kick Mike Prince to the streets by the end of this show, which is absolutely not what we will be able to do. Uh, but if we come close to that, Jess, my gosh. Uh, so I think a lot of growth from Chuck and Wendy in this episode. I think like the two yeah. roads are just like moving forward at uh, warp speed in this one. And I loved it. I, I appreciate how Wendy recognizes that while Chuck has changed, she can't trust that he, like, she knows he won't necessarily screw over her, but she can't trust that he won't screw over the people that she has involved in this to get him, you know, like he would hurt them if he had to. And he, you know, he appreciates that because she does recognize, like, I understand you're trying to use a little bit more of a moral compass now. um, But I, I, I just appreciate that they're very, 
they have such an interesting relationship, right? We've really run the gambit with them from maybe kind of sort of happily married in the beginning to not so happily married to like all out war between the two of them. And now they're kind of uh, realigning because of their shared, you know, uh, interest in bringing down Prince. And I really enjoy their, their relationship and this back and forth that they have and how they know each other so well. And it's yeah. so evident in every scene they have together that like, there's such a history with them and they know it's like they, they're always playing chess with each other. It feels like if I say one thing, now you've read six lines down of what I'm going to say next. And I really enjoy that about, about that pairing. And I'm excited to see what damage they can do now that they're aligned because this is a lot of firepower on one team, but they're equally matched on the Prince side. Like Kate Sacker, as we've talked about, she is no slouch. She is so, so good at what she does. It was very satisfying to see her piece this together, even if it was like, no. <laughs> yeah, because we were like, this doesn't make sense. Like Kate right. would be onto this. And one of my favorite moments is when we see Scooter and Kate kind of watching the videos and Kate being like, how legal is this? Like, what about the bathrooms? He's like, well, we discussed it, but we said yeah. it might be a bridge too far. And I'm like, that's that's your line? That's um, the line. Good line, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I did love the, um, <laughs> I can't remember exactly what he says, but Scooter's like, like as the kids say like sus <laughs> sus yeah he like didn't want to like acknowledge the existence of the word uh, it's so funny yeah i mean it was it was it's a real testament to like even the quote unquote villains of this show not that there's like heroes on this show either but like the like the ones that like you're rooting for chuck you're rooting for wendy right now right yeah. like but the people who are on the opposing side of the aisle like you still are engrossed by those characters uh even yeah. if you're maybe a little grossed out by them too uh, and so I think like Scooter and uh, seeing Scooter and Sacker like piece this together was a satisfying way to reward the character's intelligence mm -hmm. um, when it kind of did feel like maybe an insult to ours. Like we've spent some time talking that through of like, I can understand like if you're really like a lean forward billions viewer that you might feel like that's not Sacker. Like she wouldn't just get played by wags like that. Exactly. Yeah. Turns out that's right. She wouldn't. Uh, and she just needed to wait until she got to the end of her weekly inventory, uh, which we should all be doing. Gosh, of like, yeah, do I still want this thing? Hmm. And am I like uh, in trouble because I'm not thinking about this thing? Like, yeah, wow, that's like very good, like structural. Uh, yeah. Uh, she's so dedicated i could never i could you know? never 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 yeah. in a million years uh but she <laughs> is she is super super dedicated and so like yes prince has has uh has a very strong team on his side like the final sequence of the episode really felt a lot like uh like captain america civil war it's like you know like some avengers on one side some avengers on the other yeah. it's like i want to see all these people fight i want to see them team up but then i guess there wouldn't really be a show uh so hopefully it's just that by the end of this thing uh, uh we've gone from talking about mike prince as lex Luthor to now talking about him as superman and turning the entire world into kryptonite against him mm -hmm. so let's do that let's uh to, to jump from marvel to dc uh i really i really do hope we end up seeing that just why is he gonna go and throw a computer through wendy's window I just, I mean, okay, Andy is absent from this episode, right? Like, what, what is it that's going to bring him to the brink? It's not losing money. It's not betrayal. I just have to think it includes his family. Now, I also am a little bit, maybe I'm dense, but what what is, he knows 
when Taylor, Wendy, and Wags were on their little European excursion that they met with Bobby Axelrod. He knows yeah. this. And yet he's like, next up, go into London to see Bobby. Right. It's like, why is he going to see his enemy? Is it to size him up? Is it to maybe try to get a gauge on what the deal is? I would, I would guess that Prince is miscalculating a bit and thinking that Axe is fueling this, that like Axe is the one who is yeah. responsible for this coup when actually it's the opposite. It's like they went to Axe for help and they came home not totally empty handed. They came back with advice from Bobby uh, and they came back like s more strongly in tune with each other. Uh, yeah. So like the three of them got a good tune up. And in fact, Bobby's advice was you can't win. Uh, so just like my my advice would be to like cozy up to him, get even closer, affect the change from within as best as you can, because you're not right. going to be able to beat a guy like that. So now that Prince probably thinks that this is some sort of long simmering assassination attempt uh, from the yeah. guy who he was able to beat once upon a time. I expect that a guy like Prince is going to show up there with a lot of bluster and bravado and like I won, you lost, deal with it kind of energy and also like mm -hmm. uh if you if you don't back off i'll kill uh i'll kill the three people that you love the most i have them in my clutches they're in my yeah. dungeon like I, and and that will be the thing uh that will that will get axed the most uh, a very telling line not terribly long ago was in that scene with bobby axelrod and john malkovich uh ax says threats like, what about what in my history makes you think that I would respond well to a mm -hmm. threat? So if Mike Prince is coming to acts with threats, I don't think that's going to work out well for Prince. And I think what we're setting up is no. like we need some incentive for Bobby, like not just that he owes Chuck a favor, but that he will eagerly uh, reward that call for a favor. So I think that that's where we're going to yeah. wind up by the end of next time. That does make sense to me like that. Prince for all the things he's done right for the people who he has in his corner that are looking out for him that are more than adequate at their job that he does have blind spots and it's that he doesn't see himself failing like he just doesn't see that he's it's a uh, what is the what is the Greek God right who just um I'm thinking of like not like a there's know, a bunch of them. Yeah, his Achilles heel, if you will. Oh, yeah, I believe that's that... Achilles. There you go, Achilles. <laughs> uh, that's not the one I was... It doesn't matter. That was the one I was thinking of. Um, that <laughs> yeah. uh, his his weakness yeah. is that he just doesn't... He doesn't have self-doubt, right? Look back to last week's episode at the Owl with his conversation with Chuck. He says no one in that, power, that position of power should have self-doubt. They should because you're going to miss things that are right in front of your face that are – I totally think you're right that he's going to go to London thinking Axe is the one who started all of Just this. And by it, going yeah. to London, he's going to get Axe involved right? because Axe is not a guy that you can <laughs> – that you can be like, stay out of my way, bro. Axe is going to be like, you know what? Just because you said that, now I'm going to punch you. Yeah, totally. And like, if he comes and finds out that like, I've just like, I've totally neutered your operation. Like I've killed Wendy. I've killed Wags. I've killed Taylor. Yes. Or at least I have them at my mercy. So back off. Like that's going to be the exact opposite thing that Axe needs to be told right now. Like yes. that's going to be the thing that Axe is like, ah, man. All right. So yeah, I am absolutely well, now going to try and kill you. 
And Mike Prince Capital really, I mean, it's it's the remnants of of Axe Capital, you know? So to to a certain extent, that's also like his baby that Mike. Right. That Prince was the is, is argument that Wendy tried train. to make. Yeah. Yeah. But I think it's just a cute an accumulation, you know, that w- on top of all these other things. Oh, also you're gonna hurt Wendy? Like, absolutely not. Also, Wags, absolutely not. Right. Uh, and he owes Chuck a favor. So it all kind of works together. And I'm really excited to see this this battle. I think it's going to be so – I think the last couple of episodes are probably going to be the best of the season if I had to guess. I just hope, because yeah. we're going to have all these heavy, heavy hitters battling it out. And some people uh, will be aligned that we've not seen all aligned together at once before. So – Gosh, I don't, I don't, I would never want most of the people on the show as enemies, but specifically not like Wendy, Chuck, and Bobby Axelrod and Taylor. Like, Wags, you can throw in for free. Did you hear what Wags just said? Like, that's hard. Bonic plague ratchet. Yeah. Yeah. You just don't want these people on your bad side. And uh, I think, I don't know that. I think Mike Prince is certainly underestimating them to a certain degree. You know, he's very cocky. And I don't think he thinks he can fail. And the problem is, I think he's really underestimating some of his opponents here because he's beat Bobby Axelrod once before. He thinks, oh, I, I'll just go to London. I'll get this cleaned up and bada bing, bada boom, we're done. Remember when when Mike gets the um, the the private survey uh, and finds out how his employees really feel about him, and that really really twists him up and turns him around. And it's Andy who is able to kind of like piece him back together and set him back on the right course. Right now, Andy has been gravely wronged by Mike. Wendy, he now knows, is not in his corner. He really has no one left to really adequately, totally right his ship. Scooter's a yes man, right? Like, so mm-hmm. he just like doesn't have that that in him. So I think like bad decision making uh, and decisions born out of like hurt and injury. And I can't believe they don't like me, which I think more and more in today's climate, we are finding out is such a motivator for the horrible billionaire class of the world uh, that like that is that is really fueling Prince and without any kind of anchoring force. I do think I know last time I was like, I'm afraid of Prince and he might do. And I am still like, I don't want to underestimate him. But I feel like narratively, we are arcing towards like, how exactly is this guy going to spiral out? Uh, Really looking forward to to seeing how Um, the Mm -hmm. next episode, Jess, enemies list is what it's called. Interesting. It's probably a pretty long list, I would guess. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. A guy like Prince doesn't just do all of this in the world and not make enemies. Same thing with Bobby Axelrod. Like we know he has a ton of enemies as well. So I'm really excited to get a scene with those two together. I hope we're getting next episode. I mean, obviously we need more acts. We were promised acts. I'm sure we're going to get more of him in the last couple of episodes. I think so as well. So make sure you are subscribed. Postrecaps.com slash billions is the RSS link that will take you to our succession podcast feed where the billions final season coverage is being housed uh you can also search post show recap succession to subscribe to that feed as well or you can go to pushrecaps.com slash subscribe to see everything that we've got going on on the network right now check that out at postrecaps.com slash subscribe as just mentioned earlier if you want the video versions of these pods postshowrecaps.com slash youtube postshowrecaps.com slash youtube is the way to watch jess and i break these episodes down on video do you want to try saying that jess it's very YouTube. fun that was pretty good 
Postcardrecaps.com slash YouTube if you want to check out the video versions of these pods. Find me on the internet at Round Howard. Jess, where can people find you? You can find me at the Jess Sterling. All right, folks. We will be back next time to go over the enemies list in the anti-penultimate episode of Billions. Love to say that. Uh, the anti-penultimate episode of Billions is coming your way next week. Until then, go right ahead and shut up. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.